0: Welcome to the a Podcast Sports Talk with your hosts, Anthony Cortez and Alex Ashley. Yay! Sports! What's going on, sports fans? It's the a Podcast with your hosts,
1: Alex Ashley. Anthony Cortez. We're
0: wow. back for another tremendous episode today. Uh, the weather's finally cleared up here in good old SA. Right. Good, the sun's God. out, guns out. Well, it's time to get fired <laughs> up. Suns out, squirt guns out. <laughs> Yay, I wouldn't, sports. Wouldn't say, I wouldn't go God, that far. what a weekend in sports, huh, guys? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. <sighs> oh, and by the way, I'm Rocco Cortez. I'm he's the, uh, I'm he's a, the guy that presses records yeah, around Yeah, I pressed the report, record button around here, but man, what a game. Which game? Z- I was about to say. Games which one? You Z- Z- left board. out
2: the S. Games. I like it with a Z better. Games. Yeah. yeah.
0: Games. Makes it more edgy. Games of Thrones. Games of thrones is
1: We'll get that. Anyway. In,
0: we'll get that into uh, in, in a minute. Uh, we want to talk about our wristband giveaways. Uh, leave us a positive review on iTunes, uh, or a really good negative review, yeah. and we will shoot you an email or a message and sh- get you a wristband. Um, that is, if
1: you do that. You, we have to know I was about where you to say. Are. We got
0: to know where you live, guys. We are. We have to know where you are in this world. Otherwise, oh, if you just want to leave a review, that's also, that's also cool. Do they also get it? No, they don't get a review. I'm sorry. They don't get a review if they just sh- shoot us an email. But if you'd like to send us an email, our email is double A sports show at gmail.com. Double is spelled out D O U B L E A sports show at gmail.com.
2: See, it's probably a good thing that I don't ever read that because I would I would spell it wrong. And people send emails to all like, kinds of random probably. folks. Yeah. <laughs> like double D A U.
0: Did I catch a a niner in there?
2: (laughs) I think he said there was a seven. It's it's
0: right in front of you.
2: (laughs) I know, but you know me in reading. It's not my forte. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, what a weekend in sports, fellas. Dude, seriously. Football is back, and I am
0: loving the shit out of it. Everybody's loving the shit out of it. I am. I am. NFL week two. NFL week two. uh, 3,000 college football games on on Saturday. Yep. 3,008, actually. 3,008.
2: Well, no. Actually, it was more like 2,96 because the uh, Hurricanes out in uh, the Carolinas canceled. I think they said eight games. Wow. Yeah. So our prayers are out with uh, with the Carolinas right now and all those football programs. I hope everybody's... I wanted safe to, out there. Yeah, I wanted to give a quick
1: shout out. We don't, have, we don't have a huge market out in the East Coast right now, but if anybody does so happen to listen to us in the East Coast, um, I hope, we hope you're staying safe, and we hope you're uh, getting shelter and all that good stuff. Indeed, and, indeed. So
2: Now, to take your minds off of the uh, awful weather out off there. The weather. Let's go ahead and start uh, looking at some of these scores from the last week. Not too many surprises out of the NFL. Uh, a couple of things that I wanted to point out. Number one, Vikings and Packers tied. Second so tie this year. Again, dude. A, yeah, football hey. again. Football should not end in a tie. That's well, all I'm going to say. I, I, I get it.
1: I get <laughs> it. I get your argument. If you're not the better team, you're not the better team. Right. Not it fault. should end with one team winning
2: regardless. That's all I have to say. I don't I mean, know. Because it's much like soccer. If you tie, you tie. You weren't the better team, and it's only going to affect you. Be better next time.
0: Yeah, but there's not a point system. You talked about this. There's not a point system. No, but there is a stand. There is a ranking standard.
2: So okay. let's say that one tie knocks you out of second place. Now you're not making it to the playoffs. Right. Okay. Maybe I that... get it, but you should play until someone wins the game. Yeah, but then you could be playing for like nine hours. So, okay. But these that's guys, the beauty their of baseball. Body can't be taking that kind of punishment for that long.
0: We'll see how it plays out, Cotton. We Risky will. move. <laughs> uh, Clay Pepper Math- needs new shorts. Yeah, Clay Matthews. <laughs> what do you think of that penalty? I didn't see it If you missed it I was, Which Anthony yeah. did There's Kate's. actually a
2: couple of them too Yeah um,
0: Another one of the Other yeah. rule changes And we had talked about this Yes we did We talked about how These rules are going to Impact games Yes And they where are. teams are going to lose Where they should have one Potentially. Potentially. So, for example, Clay Matthews, it's it's the end of the game pretty much, right? Yeah, pretty yeah.
2: close. Fourth quarter, last couple of minutes. Fourth quarter, I yeah. was
0: watching it. We we were watching yeah. it. I just,
2: just so barely... the whole
0: thing is that you can't put your full weight. Well, let me explain. Okay. That's yeah, right. please on. go ahead. So second cousins, first cousins, goes back. <laughs> goes Kurt fucks his cousins. Yeah. Kurt goes back, gets rid of the ball. Clay Matthews hits him. Clean hit. Shoulder pad right in his gut. He hits him pretty hard because, you know, he comes off his feet a little bit, goes down, you know, brrr, whistle. And everybody's like, what's going on here? Yeah. And, uh, unsport, uh, Unnecessary roughness? Is that what it was? Or uh, unsports- I think it, I roughing think it was the roughing, the roughing, the roughing the passer. Roughing the passer. Roughing the passer. So the rule is you're not supposed to put your body weight mm-hmm. on the quarterback. Correct. You really want to protect the quarterback, especially the star quarterbacks, because cha-ching, that's where the money right. is, baby. Yeah. You know, and I can totally understand that. That's cool and all. But that was a clean hit. It's yeah. still football. You're still going to get hit. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But so penalty. Cousins throws it. Intercepts. Green Bay intercepts the football. Mm-hmm. The game should be over. Yep. Penalty. Yep. Not what is over. it, like 3,000-yard penalty? I think so. It's uh, 15. I think it's 15 yards. <laughs> I think it's 15 yards. Feels like 3,000. Feels like 3,000. Yeah. So then after that, uh, no touchdown, right? I can't remember. what. Happened, Correct. He yeah. actually goes
2: on to throw another pick. He goes on to throw another pick. Yeah. So, but the game continues. It does, and then it ends in a. And then it ended in a tie. High. Yeah. So the rule is that, you're, yeah, like you said, you're not supposed to put your full body weight into the quarterback. You're also not supposed to take his feet up mm-hmm. and put him into the ground. See, and but I didn't see that. There was another
0: that. play, and I agree. I didn't see that I saw Clay Matthew just hit him good, correct, and took him off his feet. He did. He didn't pick him up and body slam him.
2: No, but I think it for him happen. the big problem was that it was head on because I was watching another game where uh, uh, I think it was a DN did a very similar, very similar move on a quarterback and they didn't call it. The reason that they didn't call it is because they said that his body was off to the side. He tackled him, but he didn't do it head on. He was kind of okay. off to the side and took him down. So it wasn't a penalty in that case. But my question is, is when you are six, five, 300 pound lineman who's going after the quarterback how are you not supposed to move your weight to the side when you have that much momentum going in one direction? I feel like that's a, kind of an impossible standard that the NFL set for these guys. And I would I would feel like they would agree with you. Like I, the I, player. That right. Is. Like, I don't quite understand how you're supposed to. Yeah, Clay Matthews was pissed. Oh, he was. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'd be
0: pissed, too. I got to clean it on the quarterback. Like, uh...
1: And it was, pissed, dude. It too. was a
0: clean hit. Oh, yeah. Wasn't helmet to helmet. It wasn't helmet to chest, dude. It was shoulder pad right in the gut. Like, yeah. How much cleaner can it get? Yeah. Yeah. And then even then, we're still seeing a whole bunch. Of, even in the college level
2: too, we're seeing a whole lot of guys get ejected for helmet to helmet contact. I've already seen two. Half the seen. time, I feel like it's kind of an unavoidable situation. A dude from USC got ejected this weekend. So did a guy from UT. Mm-hmm. He did got, he? Yeah. Oh, I missed that got, one. UT got booted out too for oh, helmet to wow. helmet contact. But the guy okay. So I'm obviously I'm not condoning. Head-to-head contact. Like, I'm yeah, not saying you yeah. should leave with your head. I'm not saying you should hit somebody else in the head. But if one guy's falling down and you're not as low as he is and your helmet's hit, like, I I have a hard time kind of figuring out how that is a penalty. But I think they have to call it anyways, trying to keep it consistent. I think in some cases, you just have to throw the flag. I like, yeah, I agree with that. But You yeah, have to make it a, a known issue. So, anyway, so... Yeah. I mean, in that game, I mean, that kind of tackle, that kind of penalty has affected quite a few games this week. Um, So speaking of some of those games, we'll run through some of these scores here. Uh, Anthony, do you want college, high school or football? Let's go NFL first. Go NFL first? Cool. Yeah, yeah
1: let's
0: just continue with NFL. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. So Falcons
2: uh, beat up on the uh, putty tats out there, 31-24. Uh, to 24. <laughs> uh, Chargers beat the Bills, no surprise there, 31-20. to 20. Bills <coughs> are a trash team this year, and I'm sorry for any of the fans. Uh, Vikings and Green Bay tied at 29 apiece. Uh, Titans over the... Uh, Texans 20 to 17 Texans are an 0 and 2 start this year, but I think they have some ability to turn it around I think they're still kind of getting used to some things that offense needs a little work Uh, Saints beat up on the Brownies 21 to 18 in a very hotly contested game until the fourth quarter Uh, Saints actually had to score 18 to to take that game Uh, 18 in the fourth quarter that is Dolphins over the Jets 20 to 12 Chiefs over the Steelers 42 to 36 at Chiefs Dude. Patrick Mahomes threw six touchdowns in that game. He has what? 10 touchdowns through the first two games. And that's, the f- that's the highest in NFL ever. history.
0: That's pretty nuts.
2: This dude is like a fantasy owner's wet dream. Yeah. And he put a, I think it was 50 points. 50 fantasy yeah,
0: points. Yeah, like at the what? beginning of the season, you'd be like, oh, man, I got Mahone. What the hell? Right. And then, oh, yeah, oh, baby, sh- I, got I got Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, the thing is, is Andy Reid's a quarterback's coach. Like, he uh, develops these guys into being these all-stars. He made Alex Smith into a better quarterback. He made... um. Donovan McNabb to a better quarterback. Now he's making this 23-year-old out of Texas Tech a better quarterback. And it was Crazy. interesting because you see him at Texas Tech where it's an air raid offense where they're throwing 108 touchdowns a game. And now he's doing
0: that in the NFL. And
2: usually air raid doesn't
0: translate does to work. the NFL yeah. well. Yeah. And, and Skip, so uh, Skip this morning was saying high risk, high reward. Mm-hmm, absolutely. But, you know, Skip was also saying get ready because interceptions are coming.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. So we'll see. I believe we'll that. see how it plays out. Yeah. Oh, well, cause you gotta learn about, you know, who, who he likes to throw to in certain situations, mm-hmm. what he's comfortable with, where his checkdowns are, that kind of thing. So it'll be interesting to see. You're looking pretty good so far though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Talking good about for, looking good pretty for, good. Good for him though. Yeah. Fitzpatrick? Dude. For Tampa Bay? Dude. Back to back 400 yards four touchdown games? Dude, he's got the Alex Beard, bro. And he does have the Alex Beard, dude. You bro. need to come with just the looking Aviators. Looking like Connick McGregor out Did here. Did you just come
0: with the Aviators from now on, bro? I might. Did I you might see what he was that? uh see what he was wearing post game, Yeah, that's what we're talking yeah. about, dude. My bad.
1: <laughs> Watch out.
0: I'm just going to get a bunch of fake gold chains, aviators, with
3: small
2: leather jacket. You need that uh, You need that tracksuit. I do. God. I do. I'm going to start rocking that. So anyway, Bucks over the Eagles, another Fitzmagic game, 27-21. Uh, Colts over the Redskins, 21-9. Congrats, Andrew Luck winning his first game back in a, a long while. Rams over the cards, 34-zip. to zip. Poor cards. Um, I guess they aren't playing well with the cards that they were dealt. Anybody? <laughs> Anybody? That was real Any? dumb. Thank Moving you. on. Thank you. Moving on. <laughs> uh, 49ers over the Lions, 30 27. Broncos over the Raiders, 20 to 19. 49ers over
0: the Lions. 49ers right. over the Lions. Way to go, Jimmy G.
2: Way to go, Jimmy G. Most handsome man of football. Yeah. Uh, Broncos over the Raiders, 20 to 19. another, another meltdown. Dude. I really uh-huh. want
0: Gruden to do good this year. I do not. I do, dude. I don't. I, don't. Know why. I really liked him <laughs> as a sportscaster just i don't I just really like him for some reason I, I don't know why he knows football yeah, he, knows, he knows football well, he knows what
2: he's well, talking about. I mean, if the coach for Denver is beating you, I don't know if you know football or not <laughs> he <laughs> knows anyway. football <laughs> anyway, anyway I want anyway. I want Gruden to
0: do well this year but.
2: I wanted him to do well until he started going like crazy with all of his cuts and trades. I wanted him to do well until well, he
0: did say Mac made it uh painfully clear that he did not want to be there. Yeah, but so fucking what? That's your job. You can talk to him. <laughs> yeah, but he's going to be there and not play. That's that was Gruden's other. That was Gruden's, uh, you know, answer to why. Fair enough. Fair you enough. Know? Fair enough. Look at
1: Leonard. Look at kawaii I was going to say. I was going to say. I mean, sh-
0: he was. Can you imagine how
1: many people tried sp- talking to Kawhi? Okay, but yeah, yeah, look at first- LA.
2: Look at LA. He very much so didn't want to be here. Pop talked to him, adjusted the situation, and then he became an all star. I'm not saying Again. that's I'm not saying
1: that's what not happened. Pop probably did want to talk to Kawhi, did want to and talk to him happen. and yeah. it didn't happen. Okay,
2: but what I'm saying So whose fault is that? But look at LA. I'm saying there's another situation just like the one you're talking about that came out positive as opposed to negative gonna happen both ways, though, man. No, they both didn't want to be there. Well, Gruden, one of them got traded, and one of them became an all-star the next well, year. Well, Gruden obviously thought that there was no talking to this guy, so he cut him. Well, I think Gruden has a little bit of an ego. So he's like, probably you don't want to talk I mean to him. I mean, he does. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. 0-2 record. You got a 10-year contract. I'm not. He's got 10 years to turn it around. <laughs> 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 All right, so two more games Cowboys
0: over the Giants, 20 Woo! to 13. Go, Great Cowboys. Great game, dude. Great I, game. It was a good game. The Cowboys played well, and the Giants did not. Yeah. Well, they
1: also yeah. played the Giants, so.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, but they but got the Giants some, have ta- they talent. They have some talent,
2: dude. yeah. They have a good defense, and they have some talent on the offensive
0: side of the ball, too, so. Dude, uh,. P- Barkley, man, yeah, Saquon Barkley, he's a monster. And then Odell Beckham, Eli Manning can do well. The Cowboys did a very good job of not letting Beckham get the ball Mm -hmm. and pressuring Eli. That was my big thing. Yeah, that was that was huge for me. And also, but the Giants' offensive line,
2: yeah, they are trash. Man, I feel bad for Eli. yeah, me too. Just got that face. See the meme? Yeah, he's bringing
0: up. He had the shock face on, realizing you got 14 weeks left with this (laughs) offensive line. (laughs) He gonna die. (laughs) And then yeah, my I feel bad for Eli. Yeah. And
2: then my biggest <laughs> game of this week in the NFL, Jacksonville over the over New the England Pats. Patriots, thirty one to twenty. I think it was a huge, huge win for Jacksonville. I think it really They looked good. Put them on the map. Because last year, you know, it was Jacksonville. It almost seemed like a fluke, even though they made it all the way to the the, the AFC championship. It and kinda they seemed like it, they did it without uh, Fournette. Fournette. Yeah, they did Fournette, it without their yeah. number one running back. Uh, but the defense a, looked uh, excellent. Gronkowski had, like, two catches for, like, less than yards. Yeah, I was about to say less something. than 20 yards. Yeah, uh, Brady had a couple of touchdown passes. Um, kind of messed me up on my fantasy there. Thanks, Brady. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, yeah, the more impressive thing for me was that um, Bortles came out slinging. I mean, mm-hmm. this man was – Bortles looked good. He did. And that's not a thing people say very often. Mm-mm. So nope. it was kind of impressive that way. But, anyway, that's your uh, –
1: I have a we question to uh
2: what you got? Do you think Dan
1: Bailey is going to have a job anytime soon? I sure hope so. I hope I'm so. I'm so. I'm I can looking, I can see I'm looking it up now. Supposedly he's already turned down four offers <laughs> and he told the Browns no thanks. What? Well, I wouldn't want to go to the Browns either. I don't I didn't I'm not reading articles. I'm just looking at headlines. I
0: know, but that's that's so bizarre. He's I would th- Okay, I heard okay, when I was watching the Cowboys game, they had said, you know, Cowboys cut Dan Bailey uh he was, you know, he was injured last season, blah, blah, blah. And I, I, I didn't realize he was injured, and I didn't realize, like, he was actually doing horrible.
2: Yeah, he wasn't doing super great. He wasn't doing super great. No. Okay. I mean, still granted, he still... And was, and was very expensive. One of the most accurate kickers in the league. It might be more of a mental thing, I wonder. If it's more like him trying to get his mind right, then maybe. I would think
0: kicking field goals is a definite mental game. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's oh, like yeah. shooting free throws.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's Yeah. yeah. So I, maybe that's kind of what he's
0: – quick question
1: to you. But way Drew.
0: harder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> way no. harder than shooting free throws. Yeah.
1: I brought this up to him yesterday as we were watching games. Do you like the fact that they, that they moved the
0: extra point back for kickers? I don't. I don't like it. Why do you Why not like because it? Because the extra point should be a gimme. That's what I said. See, here's my thing, though. I think it's only a gimme
2: because it's so easy. If it were a gimme, then why wouldn't they just give them seven on the touchdown? Well, yeah, but but I don't know.
1: I, th- I, t- I, mean,
2: I
0: was just so used to I mean, kickers are still hitting it. Yeah, yeah.
2: that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think it's a little bit more of a challenge.
0: Because remember the first year when they instituted that rule? There was a lot of missed PATs. Well, I mean, if you're going to move the kicker back, then why not make the football field 150 yards? I don't What do you
2: mean? I mean, you're still making it harder, you right. know what I'm saying? I you're mean, making
0: it harder on the kicker. Right, why, Within not the confines. Har- why not make it harder on the quarterback? Because Let's make the football field bigger. All the fields are already built. <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> dude. You know what I mean.
2: I do, but I mean, okay, again, if it's a gimme, why wouldn't you just give him seven on the touchdown then? Because
0: I don't know, it's the the potential
2: to get another point. It's a reward for doing well. Uh Now the reward is too easy. It's essentially a gimme. So Mm -hmm. now it's not really a reward; it's an expectation. So if you move it back, it's no longer an expectation. You got to make it. Yeah. So I like the fact that they moved it back because I think it made it a little more difficult. It is. It took away the gimme,
0: and some kickers have missed. Exactly. Oh, Yeah. I
2: mean, they miss not often, but they they
0: do miss. They do miss. Zane
1: Gonzalez missed one yesterday to to tie it. it Tarod Taylor he yeah. threw, a, threw a bomb to uh, Callaway, yeah, yeah. and then uh, Zane Gonzalez missed the extra point to, to tie it, essentially. Oh. Yep, exactly. And then he missed a field
2: goal to basically win it, or was it... I think it was, yeah, to put him at least in the lead. Dude. No, yeah, it was to win, because they were tied at 18-all. Yeah. yeah. So exactly, but that's my point. It's, n- it's not a gimme anymore. Yeah, okay, I guess I see your point. Right?
0: Yeah, I don't know. So... This
2: guy never accepts my points. How? <laughs> no.
0: How far back did they move it?
2: To the 30. I was like, yeah, to the
0: 30 or something like that, 25, the, maybe 30. Like so the the ball is placed on the 25. Correct. Okay. I think at least. But yeah, they moved before, it back were, like it was before, on like the 2 or something like that. So it was like the, the... snapper was on the 2. Right. And and so they and kicked the it ball, at probably like the, like the 10 or so? Maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. it's like
2: 7 to 10 yards
0: back uh-huh. kind of depending on I think the team, usually about which is, so it's, so it's a, And then there's 10 yards in the end zone, another 10 yards, that's like a 20-yard field goal. You're, yeah, you're probably looking at, yeah, 20-yard 20, 20 field goal. Then they move it back even more.
2: Right, so now you're looking at maybe like a 30, 35-yard field goal. Okay. I don't know, I just, I think, <sighs> I like I It's like still it. in range. I mean, for those, pro and kick, it's, for those pro kickers, that is essentially a chip shot.
1: Exactly. Here's the next question. So next 35 answer. is still in range for most kickers, should be. Yeah. If you're in the league, well, apparently not for three in Minnesota. points for a field goal for three points. Is it a bit? Is it? Do you argue the fact that one should be closer? One point if it's extra point, One point should be closer.
0: Right, just like in NBA.
2: You no, know, because if you get the ball to the two and you don't get it into the end zone, and you're still going to kick a field goal, and it's still going to be three points. Doesn't matter where you are in the yeah, field. Yeah,
1: that's true. That's also true. Right. it's situational. It's situational. Yeah.
0: So, I don't know. It's anyway. Just, anyways. Anyways. It is what it is. It is what it is. Clay Matthew got, you know, hosed. The, that's stupid. Bunch of hosers in yeah, purple. Call and purple messing up his that, a a, that was a clean hit, dude. Bunch of zebras.
1: Onto the 8,000 games that we're in in college.
2: <laughs> Onto the 8,000 games. We'll just name a few.
1: Uh,.
2: Hookem horns Hook em over horns, the twenty-two dude. ranked uh, USC thirty-seven fourteen big game for uh, oh, Tom Herman it. for Tom Herman man. there yeah, yeah he that. did they played well came out defense was extraordinary which it was good to see offense looked like they knew what they were doing which was also good to see a little more rhythmic um, yep. kept the momentum which was huge for UT I didn't get to watch I didn't get to watch most
1: of it but I saw some of it Ellinger looks like he's getting more and more comfortable he there.
2: is he is I think once they got him really into the system and gave him time yeah. to build that confidence uh, he started doing real well. Uh Alabama over Old Miss um and I have so many jokes for this most of them highly inappropriate. <laughs> Alabama over Old Miss 62 to 7. Clemson over Georgia Southern 38 to 7. Uh Georgia over Middle Tennessee 48 to 9 and then Ohio State took on TCU and beat them 40 to 28. Um I think Ohio State only has one more game without Urban Meyer and then they come back so they're No, looking- that's it. Oh, it was three games? It's I thought it was three, four games. No, oh, okay. It's three games. Well, Urban Meyer is back next game. Yeah, Urban Meyer is <laughs> back next week. So, Ohio State went through a big test there. Uh, Wisconsin <laughs> lost to BYU. <laughs> what? Oh, they went through a big test there. They did. Yeah. They did. <laughs> uh BYU uh beat Wisconsin in Wisconsin 24-21. Congrats uh, Cougars. Uh, Oklahoma over Iowa State, 37-27. Uh, LSU took down Auburn in Auburn, uh, 20, or not in Auburn, but in 22-21. Yeah. 22 21 uh, Notre Dame stays uh, perfect at 3-0 over Vandy, even though they're not looking good in any one of their games in particular. Twenty two seventeen. 17 uh, Stanford beat UC Davis, Washington over Utah, 21 to seven. Penn state took on Kent state and won 63 to 10. Wow. Uh, Oklahoma <laughs> state ranked 24 beat up Boise state ranked 17, 44 to 21. Uh, of course, Michigan won as well as Oregon. Miami over Toledo 49 uh, 24. Uh, oh, and the Tom Herman led Arizona uh, Sun Devils, ranked 23rd in the nation, played San Diego State in San Diego and lost. Not Tom 28- Herman. No, not Tom Herman. Excuse me. Uh, Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards, excuse me. Um, lost to San Diego State 28 21 behind that great run game. Um. That was it. Yeah, I was like those are some of the big highlights yeah. for me. Let's uh let's go through the rankings real quick. Just make it real quick. So pretty much uh, the same as last week. Not too many. Um, not too many a difference here. The biggest thing is Penn State and Washington are tied at ten. Uh, so it goes Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, Oklahoma, LSU, Stanford, Notre Dame, Auburn, and then Penn State and Washington rounding out your top 10. Uh, looking at 12 through 25, you have West Virginia, Virginia Tech, Mississippi State, Oklahoma State, UCF, defending national champions in the opinion of some. Uh, TCU, Wisconsin, Michigan, Oregon, Miami, Texas A&M, uh, Boston College, Michigan State, and BYU. you feeling a
1: little salty with Texas not not earning a top 25 seed beating beating USC?
2: No, because as I looked at some of the other games with some of the teams that beat unranked teams like BYU beating number six, uh, Wisconsin, they deserve to be ranked. That was an amazing game. Right. Um, I don't think Michigan State necessarily needs to be ranked. They lost to Arizona State, who was unranked at the time. Um, And then, so I'm I'm a little curious there. Boston College is doing well. Um, So, yeah, it's one of those things where I understand why they're not ranked. I don't necessarily like it. Because I'm super biased, but yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, all right, and then last but not least, I'll cover a little bit of high school for little our school. Uh, for our sauce segment here. Uh, just some of the uh, scores around town here. Somerset beat up on McCallum twenty eight to fourteen. Um, let's take a look here San Antonio Christian Lost to Cole 25-7 to 7. My alma uh, beat Warren War, O'Connor beat Warren 14-7 Nice nice uh, Madison to beat Smithson Valley 17-14 Harlandale beat JFK 42-14 to Tyvee up on Del Rio 41-14 as well uh, Bandera beat St. Anthony's 28 to 7. Laverne up on LaGrange 41 to 14. Have a beatdown. Our S-
1: friend Phil Baron beat up on uh, Edison 28 to 14. Burbank, yes, they did. Burbank beat us in 28
2: to 14. Way to go, coach. Way to Congrats go, coach. Phil. Congrats, Phil. Seguin beat up on Central Catholic 42 to 21. And every game that Seguin plays in is the toilet bowl. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: Zapata over Crystal City 21 to 7. <laughs> uh dripping springs up on canyon cougars 42 to or excuse me 42 to 41 uh reagan over clemens 26 to 21 uh let's see here what else anything else not making a whole lot of friends right now man bro i'm not here to make friends (laughs) i'm here to read stats and talk sports (laughs) yeah sports time Yay, sports bernie over holy cross 35 21 um let's see here a couple other games let's go uh Lago Vista over Comfort 32-14. Schulenberg over Luling 38 to Zip. Marble Falls beat up on Navarro 42-32. Let's see here. Uh, Texas or excuse me, Central Texas Christian beat up on San Marcos Academy, mater, 48-6. Cuero took on El Campo and won Uh, 34-20. Fredericksburg over uh, Cedar Creek 36-21. Uh, watch out for Medina Valley. Y'all beat up on Hondo. The Owls, uh, 41-11. to uh, Madison over Blanco, 39-22. Blanco or Smithson Valley? I have Smithson Valley. Ma- uh, oh, Marion. Excuse me. Marion. Excuse me. Took on Blanc- uh, Blanco, there you go. 39-22. to I apologize. You're welcome. Uh, New Braunfels got taken down by Johnson, 35-23. Steely over Churchill, 30-20. to uh, Yeah. And then Brackenridge over Jefferson, 44-2-zip. And I'm not a Sierra. huge fan of
1: these guys, but Madison beat up on Smithson Valley 17-14.
2: They did. They did indeed.
1: As an O'Connor alum, you, you, Madison's not a friend.
2: I just feel bad uh, for just because uh, Coach Val- Thompson. Yeah. Co- Thornton. Thornton. Excuse me. Why do I mess that one up? Coach Thornton. It's all good, man. Still love As um, the head basketball coach, we actually got an interview with him a while back, if you yeah. guys remember. So that, was, that was fun. Go, Smithson Valley. Great interview, too. Well, great interview. I what liked his uh, combo about uh, Jordan and LeBron. Yeah That whole Yeah different styles Yeah different yeah yeah. And then the way that One on ones are played Professionally that's one I hadn't thought of before I really liked his opinion On that
1: Yep But anyway Anyways here
2: That's your football scores From all over the nation All 800,000 of them Yep So welcome to it All right Moving on to uh, segment one here. Yeah, moving on. Uh, little, we A little, yeah. little baseball talk here and there. So we wanted to quickly little.
1: talk about, so the MLB season is, uh, is rounding up here. Our Rangers only have about a week and a half left. Of, of
2: this torture. Of this. Oh <laughs> Let's not talk about it. At least we're not like the worst team in the majors right now. I think Baltimore Orioles only have like 43 wins. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. They are 43 and 106. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Sorry, yeah. Baltimore. Yeah, exactly. Jeez, so how does that happen? Yeah, I, you're just not very good. Yeah, you're not a good <laughs> team. But I mean, even with you know, you have Showalter, you have worse problems than the Rangers do. Yeah, well, and then they traded all their pieces away. They got they let they uh, let Machado go to yeah. the Dodgers, and so they're they're rebuilding. That's we're their gonna, thing right now. You want to know the extent of our problems, bro?
1: So the Rangers, well, the Rangers say, collectively we have a lot of
2: problems. Yeah, we're thirty games back from first place. If that tells you anything. Jeez,
1: we collectively don't have a starting rotation for pitching. What we, well, we started not. doing about two weeks ago, a week ago maybe. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, if you, a couple of weeks. Ago. I don't know if you noticed this, but we started using openers. Yep. And like relief, like we started basically going to the bullpen for the entire game. So they're using openers, guys that they think might be able to start games. They're letting them throw one, two innings. I was like, yeah, three, one, or four at the most, three or four at the most, and then they're bringing in. They're just bringing in the bullpen for the rest. So we collectively don't have a starting pitching rotation. And Bartolo Colon, who was one of our starters. starters, is now in the bullpen too. And we traded away about – we traded away De- Deekman, Jake Deekman, and, yeah. we, tr- and we traded – Hamels. Ke- Kella. Hey, Hamels, sorry. Hamels has been gone. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. But it's not the worst idea because if you look at it's it, not. I mean, starting pitchers only get to like – five six innings now we're only losing like an inning or two yeah and with the way we play matchup ball like it's not i mean it's a little maybe a little bit it, I, I can see it potentially being too much on some of the arms of these guys if they're playing matchup ball and they're having to pitch two or three nights in a row which seems ridiculous that their arm might not be able to handle it but yeah. over 162 game series or 162 game year like but it's not the worst idea. It's not We're the worst. not that
0: far off. Yeah, I guess because the season's essentially over. So, yeah. I mean, why not just like experiment save, some stuff save out. our, save our just, pitchers right. and stuff like that?
1: It's an experiment. It's just them throwing guys out, just, you know, getting, giving the reps and seeing right. seeing who can do what. Right. And, you know. Yeah, it's it's almost
0: like mess. an early spring training. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. The yeah. Season's,
0: your season's over, so you might as well just go out. And... Right.
1: The frustrating thing is the pitching is, okay, we have many problems, but the pitching is the main problem.
3: Our opinion, lineup yeah. is starting
1: to is starting to gather It's starting to come together. Kind of, it's, we've had moments this season where we've showed our potential. Rugnet door is coming around. Joey Gallo's still not coming around, but that's another story. Um, I love Robbie Torinos. Elvis Andrews is always going to be there for me. Adrian Beltre, who knows if, he, if he's going to come back next season? But I, I think collectively the the lineup is starting to it's it's it showed potential this year. But it's just a matter of are we going to keep guys our, like, like Kevin said, when we had him on a while ago, um, Nomar Mazzara and, and Shu, are they going to be around for the opening of the new ballpark? You know, it's, we're just going to have to wait and see. But anyways,
2: uh, off the Rangers here. We wanted to really Hold quick. On, actually, one thing with the Rangers real quick. I just thought about this. Yeah, go ahead. Hold on. So the Rangers have given up the second highest. Hold on. Okay, so the Rangers have given up the second most runs in the MLB, the number one, or the team who's given up the most are the Baltimore Orioles, and they've given up 825 runs this season. The Rangers have given up 784 <laughs> with a fielding percentage right now of point nine eight one. So we make some errors. We don't have the best fielders, but, you know, it's not the worst it's fielding not the worst. percentage either. Yeah. What that tells me is that we are not great at uh, at home because we give up entirely too many runs yeah i mean it's a hitter's ballpark and we're not hitting at the hitter's ballpark our home record right now is 32 and 43 yeah so if you want to talk about one of the reasons that we have problems is because we give up a lot
1: of runs and we
2: don't and we don't score a lot of runs we have a our run differential is uh under 81 it's so just bad It's, just it's bad. not good. It's but then bad. you look at the Rockies who only ha- are in first place in their division right now by a half game over the Dodgers and they have a run differential of plus one. They have 701 runs for and 700 runs against.
1: What was the stat you told me uh,
2: right before we started recording that uh, the playoff, they have the percentage- They have the lowest run differential of a number one team in any division right now. No, the playoff percentage that you were. Oh, yeah. Get this. So the Rockies are in first place in their division by a half game with like less than 10 games to go. Right. And the playoff percentage on ESPN only has them at 58.3. The mm. second-place team, the Dodgers, who are only 6-4 and four in their last 10, where the Rockies are 5-5 five and five in their last 10, have an 85.8% chance of making the playoffs. They were in the World Series last year. Yeah, I, I know, but they're not winning their division right now. Yeah. And every other guy who's in first place right now has, like, a 100% chance. The Braves, 97.1, which is also a good radio station. Chicago Cubs, <laughs> 99.9. Uh, even second-place Brewers, 97.4. Astros ninety nine point nine, Athletics ninety nine point six, Cleveland Indians one hundred percent, Boston one hundred percent, New York Yankees ninety nine point nine, the Colorado Rockies, Houston Astros. What mm-hmm. are the Astros at ninety nine point nine? And then the Rockies in first place fifty eight point three. That has they have no faith in my Rockies right now. Wow, that is killing me. Rocktober guys, Rocktober, Rocktober. It's tough to play in the in the, in Colorado their elevation. Yeah kills these guys anyway yeah. anyways moving on I so had to get that a- out there a little yeah. salty nice. <laughs> i get it
1: mlb playoff picture if it ended today we just want to look at it real quick mm-hmm. so in the american league cleveland would have houston uh and boston would play the uh, the tie or not the tiebreaker boston would play the winner of the wild card game which as of right now would be the yankees or the a's
2: okay yankees and A's. ready to go
1: oh man A's are hot, so A's.
2: Okay. Uh,
0: A's. I don't know, dude. I, don't I would like have it. to go with the A's also. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The A's are 7-3 uh, and three in their last 10. Yankees are 4-6, and six, and they've lost two in a row. Although the A's have also lost two in a row. Yeah.
0: I just want the Yankees
2: to lose. Kind of same, though. Yeah. Low key. Okay. Yeah. So now you have... Um, Boston and the A's. Boston, Boston and the A's. Boston. Got to give that one to Boston also. Boston, Boston sure. Sure. Yeah. I like it. They I like really, the confidence. I like that.
0: Yeah.
1: They're very, <laughs> very, very good
2: baseball. Go Go Sox. They're great, yeah. Go socks. Okay, so now you got uh Boston and the winner of uh, which I'm, I'm guessing you guys are going to pick Houston. Yeah, the Astros yeah. over the Astros. A&S. Do they're going to win it again? Potentially, not Potentially. out of my mind. Okay, so now you have uh, the Astros and you have Boston.
1: I say Cause, Astros because I'm a little biased. I, I'll go. I'll go. Um, it would be a very good series. That'd yeah. Be a it's going to be a real good series. That would series. be a very, very good series. Yeah. In Houston. my
2: opinion, whoever wins that one probably wins. Oh, yeah. Houston in seven. Houston in seven. Just to piss people off. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Just just to piss people off. That's the only reason you're here. Um, pretty much. Yeah. I am going to go Red Sox in seven just because I think the defense of Boston will be able to hold off the Astros just enough to give Mookie Betts and co. Enough to win for them. Okay. I think they'll hold them under two, three, four, five a game. And I think Boston will be able to go and score that. Because Boston has, what, almost 800 runs for? Yeah. Um, The thing about the Astros is they are striking people out at an astronomical rate right now. But... I think that Boston will still be able to get to some of the pitching early. I think that they'll still lose some games. I don't doubt that. Yeah. But I think that Boston will play better against some of the guys than I think. The Houston core,
1: the Houston core four, though, man. Bregman is solid. Bregman, Correa, Altuve, Springer. I mean, if there's anybody in the league I would trade for right now, it's George Springer. I know you said Scherzer because we need pitching Scherzer badly. Would be my- Springer gets on base, dude. His mentality as a leadoff hitter is, if I just get on first... The next guy's up, they're going to bring me home. They're going to score me. That's his right. like simple mentality. That's what yeah. you need as a leadoff hitter. Yeah. Get on base. Get on
0: base. And he does a good Bogarts, job Bogarts,
2: Kinsler, Jackie Bradley Jr., Mookie Betts, like, great team, Sandy Leone, yeah. Mitch Moreland.
0: That's a solid lineup.
2: It's, 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 th- these are two powerhouses oh, yeah. going at it. It's going to gonna be a who really good series. Champions. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I know we don't have a whole lot of baseball fans out there probably or We'll only watch baseball during the playoffs. But if this go- if this gets to what it's going to be, you need to
2: watch this series. Yeah. It's going to be a very, very, very good series. I very much can't wait to see another Red Sox Yankees situation because again, I think the Red Sox lost That's three out of four. Yeah. To the Astros, not too long ago.
1: That's always fun. You know, Boston and New York made in the playoffs. It's always it's right. one of the, if not the best rivalries in sports. But right. yeah.
2: easily okay. Now going on to the uh, the Natty League here. I'm gonna say your Colorado Rockies
1: beat the Atlanta Braves. In what? Is it a best of that's a best of five to start out, right? Yeah. Um no, no no, I'm not saying I'm sorry. In the wild card or in the No, so as of right now, Atlanta and Colorado will play each other. Oh 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 gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
2: The Rockies you're thinking Rockies over the Braves? Yeah, I think so. Eesh. That's tough. That's tough. Let's start with the wild card first. I don't want to make that quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. right now, as it stands, uh, the Brew Crew would take on the Dodgers and the Wild Card. Dude, um, how about
1: Christian Yelich, dude. Christian Yelich is having a hell yeah, of a season,
2: man. right? That's for sure. And um,
1: this, it's dude, St. Louis. It's just the Cardinals, man. Right? They just they're coming up. They're sneaking. They're getting hot at the right time. Yeah. They're they're the Cardinals. Yeah. If they're in the playoff picture, they're gonna be dangerous. They're
2: gonna yeah. They're always dangerous. They're just the they're the Cardinals. They're just one of those teams. They have the best catcher in in baseball. Yeah. You know they do. They do. And it's amazing what he can do behind the plate. Oh, let me tell you. Okay, so It's amazing that he's still going, man. Yeah, no kidding. Okay, so let's say Brew Crew versus the Dodgers. I got the Dodgers taking that one with some experience. Um, so then it would go Chicago Cubs versus the Dodgers. Well, we St. Louis
1: might get the wild card spot. Because the, they're tied with the Dodgers. and They're tied with the Dodgers. They have the same record for the wild card right now, for that second wild card spot. So, True,
2: but I think the Dodgers are going to take that second wild card spot. Okay. So okay that's I fair. would put Dodgers and Brew Crew making it to the wild card. That's fair. Dodgers beat the Brew Crew. Dodgers go on to play the Cubbies. Yeah. I think the Cubbies win. I have a soft spot the for the Brew
1: Cubbies, crew. so I'm going to say Cubbies.
2: Yeah. I, that starting rotation for me is what's going to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, – and, um, Javi Baez, dude. Javi Baez is having an MVP type season. Addison Russell? Yeah. That dude's killing it right now. His defense is unmatched. dude. And, of course, Hamels is just killing it since going to the Cubs. Seriously. Where was this in Texas? (laughs) He was playing in Texas. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, fair enough. Okay, so, yeah, Dodgers and Cubs. So, Cubs go on. uh, And then you got the Braves and the Rockies. And as much as I do love the Rockies, I'd have to give it to the Braves. I think the, well, you know what? I actually am going to give it to the Rockies. Yeah, Rocktober, man. I'm going to give it to the Rockies. I think that some of their veteran leadership will help push them over the edge. I think the Atlanta Braves are an excellent team, and I think they're going to do great, great things, especially next year. I can see them definitely making a deep run in the playoffs next year as long as they keep some of that core together.
1: Hey, dude.
2: is only a rookie. A rookie,
1: dude. Yeah. And then
2: that's uh, that's scary. Their second baseman's only in his second year. Scary, dude. Yeah. And their young pitching staff is really good. Yeah. So, but I think that that a little bit of inexperience is, is going to hold them back just enough that the Rockies can uh, take that series. So then I got the Rockies and the Cubs. You got to go with the Cubs. You, I, I, I have mean, a soft spot for the Cubs. Yeah, I, I have just, a soft spot with the Rockies, but I think the Cubs are just going to be too strong and their pitching is going to be too good yeah. um, for the Rockies right now. So you got the Cubs in the uh, – I have the Cubs in the World Series with the, with, the, with the Astros. Cubs and Astros? Astros repeat. See, I got Red Sox and Cubbies, and I think Red Sox take it. It's both fair,
1: yeah. That's, I mean, that's <laughs> 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 regardless, way, getting, regardless, yeah. if it ended right now, it's going to be a great world. There it's, are
2: some really exciting teams in the playoffs this year. Yeah, dude, it's not one of those teams where guys are sneaking in by the. I mean, they there are some great storylines. Well, it, we can argue that the that the
1: Cardinals are sneaking in. Well, no, but, but I mean, like talent. Like you oh, get yeah, those yeah, teams yeah, yeah. that like
2: aren't extraordinarily good. They're just kind of like there. Yeah, you know I'm yeah I you. they're like I you. the best of the worst division. Yeah.
1: All of these teams are either really good or they're just peaking at the right time. Right, exactly. And it's going to be exciting to watch. It, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's fun to see. So it's going to
2: be a, a good good postseason. I'm excited for that. A little yeah. October baseball. See how all that goes. Yeah. But anyhow, so that's some baseball for you. That's baseball. Moving for you. on. So now yeah. we've covered uh, football, we've covered baseball. On to the next big three. NBA basketball.
1: <laughs> yeah. That was good. You like that? That was that was That was good. That
0: was very nice. Dude. That was good. Transition. Very good transition. <laughs> very You've been doing it. this for a while?
2: Uh about 20 weeks, 21 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we're almost old enough to drink. Almost. We're close. We should have a drink on our 21st episode. We are going to do it. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to drink on the 21st episode? Yeah, of course. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah. We're doing it, celebrating. So,
1: moving on here, we were I'm very very, very fortunate enough I'm very excited about this. We were very fortunate and lucky to get um to get Jabari Young. So if you're in the Twitterverse out there and you're a Spurs fan, you know Jabari, um, and he actually shared some. He actually shared some good news for for him with us, uh, that he's now going to be with the Athletic. The Athletic is a uh, major site that is uh, recruiting top-notch journalists and writers, uh, journalists and writers. And um, so he shared with us that he got a new gig with them. So congrats to him again. Um, but yeah, we got him on the phone. Uh, we got him on the phone for like 35 minutes, or something like that. Yeah. Sure.
2: We had a good interview with sure. him, though. Sure. Yeah. Got us uh, a lot of, a lot yeah. of good questions. Here. So
1: yeah, we're gonna. Without further ado, I don't want to. I mean, yeah, I was I, like, to say, let's just let's just go into. what yeah. you guys listen and enjoy. Here's Jabari Young. Jabari, so much thanks so much for giving us your time, man. We appreciate it. we appreciate it. How are you doing tonight?
3: I'm doing good, man, and thank y'all for having me, man. It's a privilege to be here. Um, you know, I appreciate the the, the invite, and definitely looking forward to you know upcoming training camp and. First of all, talking with you guys. So again, I
1: appreciate you having me. Thank you. It's a pleasure. No, thank dude. Oh, the thanks is all to you, man. Yeah, thank, man. We we truly appreciate your time. We know you're a busy man, so uh, so thank you. Um, so we're gonna. Get I'm ju- not really that busy, man. Don't do <laughs> I'm, really
3: I'm, I'm serious. I'm really not. Like I'll be actually looking for stuff to do. So I'm not really that busy. I'll be I'll be chilling in the crib playing Madden. I, you know, like, yeah. I see. Yeah, I see like, you on
2: Twitter. Oh, all right, who's your Madden yeah, team? Killing,
3: man. Like, I don't really have a team. Um, I just just use different. The only team I don't use is the Eagles because my uncle always used them. I played him more than anybody else, so mm-hmm. I don't really use them. But I, I be I be rotating around. Like now, I'm I'm like on the Texans. Like I've used them for like ten to ten to fifteen straight times. Dang, so it's probably time for me to change. And so after I saw the Cleveland Browns yesterday I might you know start put, you know playing around with them, see how it is.
2: They, man, they made some pretty big up, upgrades on uh, both sides of the ball, and maybe not a not a bad team yeah, to use right now, yeah, right? man. Not at all. Not for at sure, all. for sure. All right, brother. Again, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Um, so we have a, a list of questions here for you. We'll just rattle them off. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're gonna go one-one here. Yeah, um, we'll go one-one. Shoot first, man. You want to go first? Cool. All right, but so uh, first question: How did you get into journalism? What made you want to do something like this? What What was the the driving factor behind you know choosing this career path? Um. Honestly, I
3: just realized I was never going to get to the NBA and I'm just keeping it real like man, you know <laughs> you know we all have dreams and um, you know obviously I didn't want to give up on a dream but you know sometimes you wake up from you know and you're looking like alright I don't want to give up but I also have to be realistic right? and I wasn't in a place where you know that uh, the NBA was just a realistic thing so I knew I had to uh, you know I had to start thinking about um, doing something else and that that other thing was journalism and even that was like you know, it took a little bit before I got, you know, finally uh, started to put some real work into it. Like, I went to a community college in Philadelphia, almost flunked out of that because, you know, when you're coming from high school and you get to a college, you know, you're mesmerized by all the beautiful people of opposite sex that, um, <laughs> you know, that you just mesmerized by, right? So, you know, yeah, I, I was yeah. paying so much attention to everything else except for my books and then i finally had to get serious because i I took a job working at a car dealership and it was fun it taught me a lot but you know i just looked like all right i don't want to spend the rest of my life mopping floors and emptying trash and you know wearing a uniform filled with oil stains from cars and stuff like that might be for people but i just i think i felt like i I deserved more so i went back to school and uh you know from there it went on out you know and um I can't ever tell this story without giving credit to uh, one of my mentors, a guy named Mike Bruton. He used to write for the San Antonio Express News years ago covering the Spurs. And Stephen A. Smith, you know, who, when I was in Philly in high school, um, he was still a beat writer for the, uh, you know, for the Inquirer. Maybe, um, yeah, I think a columnist, I'm sorry, at that point. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, one day I called his office phone, he answered. And from there, he's been one of the biggest supporters of my entire life. So, um, in my entire career, so um, there wasn't a time I could call Stephen A and, you know, that he didn't answer the phone. Like he was, if he wasn't answering, he would text me like, yo, I'll hit you right back. So to have that type of support and to have that person that is seeing you do it and learning from him and able, you're able to call him up and ask him for advice and stuff like that, I mean, that, that did wonders for my career.
2: Yeah, Um, I imagine that's pretty big. I
3: was about to say super
2: successful. Now, I mean, former writer for the uh, San Antonio Express, current writer for the Atlantic. Like, that's that's big time stuff, man. All right, the athletic. Excuse me, that's that's big stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, don't get it confused,
3: man. Don't say that. I don't want to get fired already. The athletic. um, (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is. uh, I was just looking at baseball here. I was looking at the Athletics. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. It's not good stuff, man. It's just a blessing from the heavens above. Um. I don't know who's out there praying for me. I think it's my mom. But yeah, uh, as Don Harris says, who's one of my, my colleagues, and he says, you know, the minute my mom starts stops praying for me, I think I'm, I'm scared. Cause I'm gonna get what's right. really coming to me. Right. And so um, I think it's my mom who's out there standing. But, you know, not, not to discredit it. It's just, it was the hard work that you put in. I mean, you have to understand it takes a certain sacrifice. It takes a certain sacrifice that says, okay, when you get that call from the TV station on a Saturday that says, hey, you want to come in and do some recording or PA stuff, production assistant stuff, or a hockey game on TV, you log the game and, you know, tell us what highlight there was and so the anchor can read it. On a Saturday night, you ready to be at the club, you know, partying, getting <laughs> some some drinks and looking at, like, and I choose, hey, I'll, I'll be there. Like, you know, that that's the sacrifice. That's the test. And then, you know, one of those times where, Christmas Eve when I was a kid, or Christmas Day, and I had to work at a TV station doing production assistant stuff, or I just out. I was—I remember this. I, I remember this story a long time, and I really—I never really tell this story. I tell it to y'all. So it was like Valentine's Day, and it's a long time ago, uh, and I, I would say like around 2000. I graduated college in 2008, so this had to be like around 2004, okay. 2003, 2004, something like that. And it's Valentine's Day. And me and my girlfriend at that time, we're out, we're shopping for things that we're going to take home. We're getting food and got candles and stuff like that. Like, you know, we're going to kick it. It's Valentine's Day, man. I go out flowers. And I get this call when I'm in the supermarket from this uh, sports editor uh, for this weekly newspaper that I was writing for. He says, hey, man, we got a basketball game at night. And we'd like a high school basketball game. And can you cover it and write about it and send them the story? Um... And you know, I would do will pay you. And at that time, this art, every article was about thirty bucks. Wow! So, I left and I went and told the girl I was dating at that time, and I said, "Hey, uh, I don't want to make you mad, but I gotta go and do this basketball game." And she was kind of understanding, but she was still mad. I mean, it's Valentine's Day, right? Right. But right. at that point, I knew that this is what it was. Like, I had to get, I had to do what I had to do. You know what I mean? So. And I missed out, man. I missed out on some good food and, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know <laughs> how the love it was, but <laughs> I don't recall. But, I mean, you know, I, I might have missed out. Like, it wasn't it, – it, it, we still celebrated it, but it wasn't the same because, you know, by the time I got home from a high school basketball game and then I had to go right, um, I mean, it, shit, man, it must have been, I don't know, like, maybe it was 10, 30, o'clock at night, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, like, right. you know, like, it was. The Valentine's Day was almost over. Yeah. You know, so it was uh, it was one of those things but that's the sacrifice that you have to make um, right. that's the sacrifice that the business you know requires you're going to miss a lot of time a lot of family time, a lot of time with be kids um, but if you know where you want to go and you know what you're trying to get to or you know what you're trying to sustain um, that's the sacrifice that's necessary at that point so uh, I missed out on some great family moments and obviously some great moments where I was you know, I'm going to get some loving. Um, <laughs> but, you know, but it is what it is. You know, I mean, I knew where I wanted to go. I knew where I wanted to get to. And, um, you know, through, through the grace of the heavens above, and I'm, I'm here. And so I look back on those moments and I say, damn, you know, I wish I would have. A part of me wish I would have experienced it, but then also a part of me I was like, okay, that's good. So I'm not with that girl anymore. So I would have missed out on, you know, covering that game. And, Maybe the editor wouldn't ever called me again for freelancer or something like that. You know, I wouldn't be able to continue to improve. So everything happens for a reason, and that's just one of those things where you have to get, you have to understand that it was a reason that um, I chose the route that I chose that particular time. And, you know, I think that's part of the whole process of me being where I am today. Yeah. Absolutely, man.
1: Sacrifices, man. I mean, everybody's got to make them.
2: In the pursuit of what you love to do, man. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Right on, man.
1: All righty, so um, moving on here. Um, well, congrats on the new gig, man. That's uh, that's awesome. Uh, Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course, dude. Um, so we're roughly a couple of weeks away from training camp. Uh, which, your general thoughts going into the season,
3: man? I mean, it's, it's going to be a time of transition, right? You know, this is it's definitely going to be different. Um, you know, this is there's so many. The beautiful thing about it is and I don't think enough people are looking even though everybody's looking at the DeMar DeRozan factor and that, that 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 certainly will be something that's interesting. Um the beautiful thing about it is you have so many other young guys too, man, and, and I think because the big three era now is officially over. Yeah. Um it's yeah. Yeah, easy. Yeah. The, the, the city can kinda like now grow and create a whole new era and start to learn from young guys and learn about young guys and learn um, all this other stuff, like it's just so many other things that you know uh, that that you can start to appreciate with the team. Um, and DeMar and LaMarcus Aldridge, and you know they're they're not they're two of the the people that obviously they're going to be all, get all the attention. But um, you know you're going to have the emergence of you know how Dejounte Murray has no reason to go over his shoulder anymore. You know um, he's going to this is his team full time now. Uh, he's running the show. He's the starting point guard from the gate.
1: Um, yeah.
3: And he doesn't have to worry about Tony Parker to coming back from injury and, it, you know, he's going to get a start. He's the guy. He is the guy. You he know, guy. so uh, that, you know, Lonnie Walker, the emergence of Derek White, how much time is he going to get? When he does get that time, is he going to continue to improve? So there's so much stuff to learn and so many other stories to learn. So I think, this, the, you know, they may not win a championship. They may not be what they once were, but it's a new. Team, it's a new time to just appreciate things and learn from young players, and not only learn from them, but grow—not learn about them, I should say—but grow with them. And I yeah. think that's the thing; you grow with them. So, um, uh, I'm excited in that respect, but at the same time, like I said, this is definitely going to be a season of transition. Uh, but I, I still think the Spurs are one of those teams that you know you don't don't just close your eyes because Kawhi is gone or Danny Green or right. they you know had a lot of changeover you got to keep your eye on them because, you know, once they start rolling, and you, one can make the case that they're a little bit more talented than they were last year when Kawhi was out. Um, and they remember, they held that three seed for most of the time that Kawhi was out. Man. And yeah, they obviously yeah. dropped yeah. to the seven because everything caught up with them. But and um, one can make the case that they're a little bit more talented, a little bit more youthful uh, than they were last year, and that possibly could help them. So we'll see. You know, Papa's a great coach, and we'll figure it out. The one thing that I would just tell people and, and say is that I hope that the Spurs don't do what they did with Lamarcus' his first two years in San Antonio. You can't try to change what DeMar Rosen is.
1: Right, um, right,
3: right, DeMar Rosen is who he is. He's a mid range. I call him the mid range king. He That's what he get, makes his money at. Yeah. Uh, he, it is what it is. So don't try to change that. Don't try to like, say, oh, the system. No, no, no. That's the system. You know the, the the system is what it is. Yeah, it's a great system, but Demar has to be able to play his game within that system. Because if not, if not, then you're going to have the same problems that you did with Lamarcus Aldridge. And Lamarcus, obviously, his first two years in San Antonio wasn't the happiest people and wasn't the happiest person in the world. Yeah, you, you know right. what I'm saying? When I said it, people couldn't believe it. But then last year when he had to a trade, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, maybe this is real. But <laughs> you just can't right. try to, you know what I'm saying? You, you can't try to change who DeMar Derozan is. you got to be able to adapt to his game so that way you can be successful. Absolutely. So we'll
2: see. And it's interesting that you brought up a couple of those points because one of the questions that we were going to ask you is how do you think that Pop will utilize some of these these new guys that they brought on Bellinelli, uh, DeRozan, and then you know incorporate guys like Lonnie Walker. How does he, you know, how do you think he's going to utilize these guys overall to make them a successful team? Because I, I mean, again, like you said, you can't close your eyes on the Spurs. We've made the playoffs so many years in a row. We did it even without arguably our best player all of last year. So how how do you how do you how do you think we're going to utilize some of these new guys?
3: Well, I'm not concerned so much about Marco Bellinelli. I think he's going to fit right in. He knows right, the system. Yeah. He, he knows where he can, what he can do. He's been here before, so I'm not concerned true. about him. True, true. I'm not concerned about Lonnie Walker either. I mean, Lonnie's going to go through his ups and downs. He's a rookie. You know, don't expect anything major. I'm sure he'll get his time to shine, but for the most part, you know, he's going to be in a developmental league. He's got to develop. Yeah. Um, the, the, like I said before, the, the Marjorie Rosen thing, that's the thing because you're looking at a two year window. You know, you're looking at a two-year window, and what that two-year window is is that um, <clears throat> that two-year window is Demar not going to be available? He's three years on, the, on his contract, but he has two years that's mandatory, right. and in the final year, he gets to opt in, opt in or opt out. Okay. Um, and so you got to impress him. You got to do something for two years, and if not, then he has n- you know no incentive to stay in San Antonio. Remember, he did not sign here. He's not from here. Right. Uh, he's from college. He's from you know Compton. So, you know, if he decides that at that point he wants to go back to LA after experience what he after experiencing what he experienced his off season, where he understood that in the NBA there's no loyalty. Uh, one can't fault him for that.
2: Yeah, you I
3: mean, got to live with That's
2: a tough lesson to learn. Yeah. Yeah,
3: it is. It is. You know, what I mean, it is so. Um, with that said, like I said, you got a two-year window. But again, the important thing is, is that you have to find ways to allow Demar to be successful within his within this system. Um, okay. And you know, Greg Popovich is one of the best to do it, so I'm sure he he's going to figure out a way. And if he does, and remember something, and this was something that was you know told upon me from a guy who I know, I trust, you know, and I always talk basketball with him. Demar Rosen had to work very hard to get the shots he got off in Toronto because everybody knew where it was going. Mm-hmm. You know, he had to work very, very hard um, to get those shots off and to, 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 to average what he averaged, you know, and San Antonio, those shots are going to be much more easier because the system he has, first of all, he has another bona fide all-star and it's a big man all-star on LaMarcus Aldridge. And I know he had another one, like Kyle Lowry, but you have a post player in LaMarcus Aldridge. You have a guy who can still score 17 and 20 points in his sleep in Rudy Gay. Okay? Um, and you have a, I'm assuming Pablo going to start again, a veteran center who's a very good passer and can still, when he wants to on a, on a lot of nights, not when he wants to, but when the game you know, flows that way, can still put up 20 and 10. Uh, not on a daily basis, but he can still do it. Right, yeah. So with that said, DeMar DeRozan should have an easier time scoring the basketball. He might even score more than what he scored in Toronto. You don't know. Right. Uh, and if that's the case, then the Spurs are in good shape. They're in good shape. Because right. like now you have the scoring that you need to succeed. Remember, last year all they had was LaMarcus Aldridge and young players and guys who would step up. But LaMarcus was the only consistent mm-hmm. guy. Rudy got hurt, and so he, he missed some time. But LaMarcus was the only consistent guy. Now they have two and three. If you count in Rudy Gay.
2: Yeah.
3: So yeah. they're not in that position. Absolutely. They're not they're not gonna be looked at as a favorite because the Lakers are there and everybody knows wherever LeBron goes, they win. The right. Houston Rockets, they had a, you know, they 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 were the number one seed in the West last year. You can't disrespect them. You got a the champions in the go to State Warriors. We obviously know that they're gonna be they're gonna be picked again to win it. They're gonna be tough. Okay? And then everybody else. Portland ain't going nowhere. New Orleans is better. You know what I mean? You know, so
1: it's like the Spurs are going to have a tough, they're not going to have an easy time, but at the same time, they're not going to be no pushover either. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So you touched that on a little bit, but I mean, yeah, like with LeBron going to L.A., the biggest splash in the offseason, you know, what uh, you talked about a little bit, but um, what do you think the West is going to look like with all those moves?
3: You know, I don't know. You know, I mean, obviously, you know, like I said, the teams that I mentioned before and I didn't mention, I mean, Denver is going to be better. Um, You know, there's a lot of teams out west now that uh, Minnesota, you know, they're they're still there. Um, There's a lot of teams out west that, you know, you just don't know. Um, You know, obviously the top three, if you put a gun to my head right now, say pick three three teams, I'm going Golden State, Houston. Um, LA
2: you put him uh, in huh? because Le- LeBron is that good What's that yeah so you put him that hard up you put him that high up there yeah I, I say LA because Lebron is that good I he mean is. where when is the
3: last time LeBron James played somewhere and he finished below three in, 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 in the conference? name yeah, right. a time that he did that 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 happened in the last five six years
2: but he's also only ever played in the east and the East is not the best as we all know
3: understandable, but LeBron James is
2: still LeBron James. Yeah, you're
3: right. Okay? The, right. Yeah. the man is still arguably the best player in basketball, so I'm not going to disrespect the best player in basketball, but a guy who has made the NBA Finals how many years in a row now? Eight?
2: Yeah. You know, <laughs> Almost as long as I've 17? been
3: alive. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I can't disrespect him. Um, I can't disrespect, I can't leave out OKC okay when I'm when I'm mentioning teams in a way. Right.
2: Um,
3: you know, so, uh, you know, I think the top three is going to be, you know, like I said, Houston, go or Golden State, and not in this order, but Houston, Golden State, and the Lakers. You know, the Lakers have LeBron James. They're young. If they haven't. They got their youth, with the exception of Julius Randle. They got Brandon Ingram. They get the key longer ball. Um, you know, and then you add a whole bunch of who I call uh, rough net players, Lance Stevenson and, and Rajon Rondo, who is one of the most Talented, smart point guards that have uh, been you know, that's played in the NBA the like, last 10 years. Lance Stevenson, for all his antics, the man knows how to get under one skin. Okay. Um, you know, and so, you know, you got all those pieces there. You got all those ballers there. And, you know, I think that they're just going to be good. And then you have a captain on LeBron James who knows how to lead a team. It may not be to everybody's liking because obviously with LeBron, it comes a lot of attention and it comes a lot of responsibility. But at the same time, when a man steps on the court, he knows how to how to how to how to lead. I remember one time, man, I was talking to a Spurs assistant coach, and he was explaining a play to me that the Spurs ran, and um, you know, trying to allow me to figure out, not not to figure out, but give me the dynamics of what the play is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And because I had a, I had that question mark, I was like, okay, what is this? And he explained it to me, you know, gracefully. And so, at that point, you know, uh, they were. They were playing Cleveland, and he said, you know, we would, we would love to run that play tonight. And I said, why don't you? He said, we can't do that. LeBron has that right out, and he'll shut it down. That's how smart LeBron James is. The man studies basketball. He looks at plays. He understands. He will look at your entire set. Even the Toronto Raptors said it. He said that they, they even said it after they got, you know, smoked by the, by the Cavaliers last year. And they were number one seed. in You know, when they came out and basically said LeBron, it was like, he was like he was reading our entire playbook. He knows what he's doing. The man is that good. He studies. He don't just be sitting around. He is watching film, okay? Like, he is understanding what everybody is doing so that way he will recognize it in a game, and if you try to run it against him, he will disrupt it. You know what I mean? So, right. like, so the very fact that the Spurs couldn't run it a particular play that much because they, they they know LeBron would read it and understand it and tell his teammates where to be so they can shut it down. Lets you know the, the brilliance of what LeBron James is and what he does and, and how good he is. You know what I mean? So, again, with that said, that's exactly why with that and what, it's going to be some struggles. You know, they're not going to just come out of the gate and start beating teams. There's going to be some struggles, but once they figure it out with LeBron on the roster.
2: They're going to be good. They're going to be good. Yeah. He is LeBron James. He really is. Yeah. Right on, man. Uh, so, out of, your, out of curiosity, just because I, I like asking this question, so who are your top five players and top five teams in the entire league to kind of keep your eye on this year? Maybe some guys that you might think will do really well, um, and a couple of teams that might make some surprise moves for you.
3: Wow, you caught me off guard, man. Like, I'm kind of still half on vacation, so I haven't really been thinking about it. <laughs> saying, like, people ask me basketball questions. It's like, yo, I'm not talking basketball. Like, that's the one thing. You know, when I was with Malik, when I was with Malik Rose recently, and we were talking, and it's like, I'm, we're not talking about basketball. We're talking about what's going on in Philly and stuff like that, but... Um, I'll try at this, uh, the top, my top five players, you said my top five players to keep an eye on?
2: Yeah, top five players and teams. But and if teams. you want to do, like, top three, make it a little bit easier, dude, that's, yeah.
3: Yeah, we'll go top three, All right, you know, because, cool, cool. you know, I, you know, I had a Hennessy and you know, I'm lying, so I'm like, you know. <laughs> what <a> kid. <laughs> there you go. So, my top three players to keep an eye on is, number one, I gotta keep an eye on Ben Simmons. Um, I need to see if he's developed the way he needs to develop, especially shooting. I'm not even talking about shooting a three, but he got to be able to shoot a mid-range shot and right. consistently. Because the blueprint is out, the scouting report is out. On teams, when it, and when it counts the most, especially in, in crunch time, they'll back right off of him and they'll say, "Yo, you got to beat us. Shoot. We're not going to let you get to the rim. We know you're very talented. We are a skilled passer, so we're going to back off you." And when that, ha- and he has to shoot a free throw. And when that happens, and all that occurs. You know, what are, What does Brett Brown do? What does the Sixers do? If he can't shoot a free throw and teams want to follow him, and he can't shoot a mid-range and they're going to back up off him and double Joel Embiid. What do you do at that point? Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking to see what year two offers for Benson. Um, and, you know, that's going to be interesting. Uh, number two is stay here at home and, and then go with another point guard, De'Jounte Murray. You know, I think you're looking at the future leader of the San Antonio Spurs. Definitely. This dude has so much heart. That and and he's so unafraid of the clutch moments that it's crazy. And I think, you know, obviously DeMar coming in here, you know, he's have to get adjusted and, and get, you know, everybody has that respect for him in the locker room coming out, but he has to get adjusted to the program. LaMarcus is not that type of leader. He leads by action, and, you know, he's very kind of quiet and, you know, reserved at, at, at that point. He will talk and you will say what he says, but he's not that guy. DeJounte is shook, if anything, I think maybe the last year or two he's been held back by himself because, you know, you have a big three that's here or in this case big two, Mono and, and Tony, and they're kind of, you know, they're they're the guy. So with them gone now, I think DeJounte Murray has an opportunity to really be the leader. He's a starting point guard. He has to take control. He gotta let guys know yeah. when they fuck up. You know what I mean? You know, so he it, that 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 matters. It has to happen. You know, you mess up, I gotta let you know, this is what it is. Yeah, you know, absolutely. and so I, and he's not shook. He's gonna do it. So, I, again, I think you're looking at the future leader of the Spurs, and I want to see if that leadership, if it excels to the next level. Yeah. And if it does, um, I think you, you know, you're know you looking at a point guard that's going to be, you know, he, he's going to be dope. I know he wants to be great. Um, number three, a uh, player to keep an eye on, is, um, man, who's that third one? Number three is Paul George.
2: Ooh, okay, and,
3: okay. I, and I, I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying that as a guy who you know, he, he, you know, come up or keep. A, I want to see how this thing OKC works the second year because it ain't no threat now that he's going to leave. He's signed there. It's here. It's gone. I want to see how he, you know, what what, what it what, what if if, if he's going to get better or if he's going to stay the same in OKC because his his success is going to dictate how the Oklahoma City Thunder does. Russell Westbrook is another one. but We only said three. But I need to see how Paul George and Russ, I need to see that chemistry. Because if they can develop a chemistry that is better than what it was the first year, you're looking at a team that, you know, with arguably one of the best, you know, one of the top three point guards in the NBA and one of the top guys in the NBA, Paul George. Like, you're looking at a team that can make some noise themselves. So yeah. I want to see how they develop, man. I'm looking. I'm going to keep an eye on OKC because I just want to see if this thing is a fluke. Because if they win less games than that last year, or they just struggling, and I think Sam Presti, the GM there, has to really start to consider if this thing is going to work, right? You know, and and and, and you know, the, you you got Paul George. You signed him. You convinced him. Right now, I need to see results. Because if I don't see results, and I see less results, then I'm like, oh. And at one, and at that point, you know, he might have to start worrying about his job. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking to see if that, you know, if that's going to really um, go, and it's going to be uh, what, what 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 a lot of people think it was going to be the first year. You know, people thought when they got Carmelo, Paul George, and Russell Westbrook that they were going to be tough, and then they turned out to be a flop. You know, so I'm I'm interested in that top three team. Philadelphia ers is one. I want to see how they can handle success. Uh, first time they made the playoffs since like two thousand and thirteen, two thousand yeah, something like that. So two thousand twelve, uh, I should say. So um, I'm looking to see how uh, what 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 how they handle the success. You know how they handle losing Marco Bellinelli and you know Ilya Sova and. Uh, what, what the development is. We talked about this earlier, Ben Simmons. I'm looking to see that. Number two is the Boston Celtics. I'm going to see what Kyrie and Gordon, and then, then if they can play a full season together. Can they play a full season together, number yeah, one? Can Kyrie be stay healthy? Because if you got Gordon and, and Kyrie at their healthiest come playoff time, I mean, my God, watch out. Yeah,
2: that's a dangerous yeah. game.
3: You know, Yeah, they they, they was they, they was top in the East You know, last year without those two dudes. So... I want to see how with them in the fold now, and Brad Stevens, who's probably the top, one of the top coaches in NBA, top four, you know, definitely top five. Um, you know how he makes that work. That's going to be really interesting. And then obviously number three, you want to see what's going on in LA. Yeah, you know, we we could say LeBron James is great, but you know, obviously they have a new set of attention now. I mean, they're playing, I think, the most, one of the most televised, national televised games in all the NBA. I mean, LA is going to be booming. Everybody's going to be out there. It's L.A. It's you L.A. Know, you know? I bet so, the whole
2: world's going to be watching at this point.
3: Yeah, man. I mean, it's going to be crazy. Poor <laughs> Cavs ain't going to have nothing. You know what <laughs> I mean? so,
2: All six you know, fans it's left. Like, you yeah. know, that's
3: the... Yeah, man. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting, man. But, again, that's, those are my top three teams that I'm looking for. And, obviously, you, you can always add in teams like the Denver Nuggets. They're youthful, but they're so... Good and talented, um, and how do Utah Jazz handle their success. Donovan Mitchell was a stud last yeah, year. He was. You know, can he duplicate that success now his second year? Uh, and you know, a whole bunch of other teams. Will the Will the Warriors wear down even more? You know what I mean? Will the Pelicans are they for real uh, without Boogie Cousins there now? Will Boogie Cousins get back to? the boogie cousin that he was before he went down with the injury and if he does you know what how good does that make the warriors right um you know so there's so many great storylines man but the nba is definitely um it's gonna be filled it really is and i can't believe it's back already i feel like right oh, no it doesn't know, even feel like it man. yeah
2: like weeks ago at,
3: it it feels like it the birds, yeah it's like they were just losing game five in golden state exactly. and now I mean, yeah. here we are ready to start this thing back up again it's crazy
1: yeah
2: this
3: guy I gotta love it man
2: yep <laughs>
1: All sir. So as a next question here, as a journalist covering the Spurs and NBA, um, how are building relationships important for what you do?
3: Uh, man, it's extremely important. You have to build relationships, man. You know, your ultimate goal is to, feel, is to let people uh, be comfortable when they talk to you. And if you allow them to feel comfortable when they talk to you, then that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not talking about, hey, talking to you to tell you secrets or nothing like that, but just talking. And then, you know, when you talk, you'll, you know, you don't you talk to somebody and, and they, they promise you they wouldn't say anything, but then you talk to them and you allow them to feel comfortable. And all of a sudden, you, you know, they start pillow talking in a way like they just tell you, Yeah. Um, you know, relationships do that. A stranger's not going to tell you. Yeah, like that's what it. Is. Relationships do that. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, when you date the girl, right? When you date the girl, she ain't going to tell you everything she knows. She, you know, you know that she wants you to know. But as time goes on, she's going to feel more with you and, you know what I mean, and she feels like you're somebody she can, you know, trust and uh, depend on and she's going to give you more responsibility to um, know her personality and to accept it and to nourish it and all that stuff. So, it's no different. Relationships are important, and not just in the NBA in every business. You know, Mm -hmm. relationships are very important. Uh, Without relationships, then you're basically just a spectator. I can just, you know, move back home with my mom, you know, basically, you know, put on Facebook, hey, I'm the bomb. I live in my mom's basement, and I can just, you know, start talking about the NBA or writing without ever having to go to a game or practice or talking to players and just kind of say, put my perspective out there. You know, what makes people different, media members different in a way, is that we're actually there. We're actually are able to talk to these people, um, and we're only able to talk to them and do so effectively because of good
2: relationships. So it's very important. There we go. I All right, man. All right, about one more question for you, and we'll let you uh, go back to enjoy your evening here. Uh, so mm-hmm. as, a, as a successful journalist uh, covering one of the more successful sp- uh, sports franchises, um, what would you say to the next up-and-coming guy? What would you say to the guy who wants to pursue uh, journalism professionally? Um, you know, what, what, what kind of advice do you have? Do you have any tips, any tricks, that kind of stuff?
3: Um... Gonna take my job. I don't know. Uh, I tell you what. What I was told when I was young, and I asked that same question to a veteran sports writer, and that is: um, read as much as possible, um, write as much as possible, learn as much as possible, Um, and don't be uh, acting like you know. look at things from a human perspective. That's what's gonna make the best terms. We can go in and we we'll look at all these players as objects and as just athletes, but you gotta look at people as people. They're still their hearts still beat. They gotta put on one stock at a time like we do, you know. Um they do the same things we do. The only difference is their bank accounts probably look a little bit better. but at the same that doesn't doesn't mean that they don't bleed that doesn't mean that they don't hurt that they don't cry I mean DeMarco Rosen basically came out and said he was depressed that doesn't mean that they don't go through the same human emotions that we go through and you gotta be able to understand that and I think if you do that's gonna make you a better journalist don't just go on these this thing thinking about athletes and thinking oh you can just go and tell the athlete that he's trash because he was he's 0 of 34 last you know 7 games from 3 you know what I mean like you gotta be very sensitive to the fact that these people are people as well. Our job is to watch the game, to obviously be objective, criticize when need be, but mm-hmm. we also have to make sure that we're fair. Um, and you know that that's one of the great things that I think this town's gonna miss about Danny Green. You know, mm-hmm. he knew when he was bad. He admitted it when he was bad. He accepted when he was bad, and he said it when he was bad. He can he didn't try to hide. He was always out there in the public. Um, And he understood, he got it. He saw what people were saying. But he still went out there and and played his his behind off, you know, so, and he did it. Um, So you you don't ever lose the human element of things. Look at, always look at things from a human element. Don't look at things from just stats and oh, he won't. Oh my God, he hasn't hit a a three or a foul shot. No, you gotta look at things from a human element point of view as well. Um, And just don't forget that we're all humans, and I think that's going to better allow you to be a journalist because you'll be able to look at things from a human out. a guy's having a bad week, or if he's having a slump, don't just look at the numbers and say, "Oh, he stinks," or he, "You know, he's been that bad." Try to go deeper, find out if there's anything bothering him. You know, hey, man, you all right? You know, I noticed you're over thirty-four. Like anything good, and then you know, you might get that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my my knees been bothering me lately, man. And bam, there you go. Yeah. what did you just get you know so it's like there's nothing wrong with asking people are they okay you know what i mean nothing wrong with just saying yo man you were over 34 what, what's the problem like you know and so many people do that they mm-hmm. i i look and i hear it i just shake my head like you man, you ain't getting nothing you know what I'm saying, right you're gonna get the cliche answer the cliche answer is oh, yeah, i'm good i just you know shot that good phone. nah you want people to feel comfortable when you ask them are they okay that means something Right, you know what I mean. So it's like, don't ever lose the human element of covering any sport, not just the NBA, but any sport. You know, any 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 industry, any business, um, in journalism. You know, don't don't ever lose that sight that we are still dealing with human people, unless you're an uh, uh, animal writer. You can't talk to the animals, <laughs> but you know, even still, you know, like you still supposed to be a little bit sensitive, like right, you know. Yeah. Like, but when you're dealing with people, just you know, deal with people. And if you have people that you know, you know, sources that you get, don't be, you know, I mean, don't be acting like a high horse, and all. You, know, you only want to call them when something happens. You know, what I mean, you know it's their birthday, or you know it's Father's Day. They got, you they got kids there, the father or mother. You know, call them, wish them Father's Day. Let them know that you're invested, like, in their life and in, in their well-being than just being a source or being uh, somebody who they can call on for information. Let them know that you're serious, too, about caring and all of that. And if you do that, man, you know, you, you'll find that it'll help you more times and it'll hurt you.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. I mean, I'm guilty of looking at just stats myself, so I know that's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I do that all the time, so... Mm-hmm. I know that's true, but right on,
3: man.
1: Yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you so much again, Jabari. We appreciate your time, dude. Honest seriously, man.
3: Hey, man, no problem. Hopefully we'll do it again as the season goes on, man, and, and I wish you brothers nothing but success and, and keep doing y'all thing and uh Again, bro, I appreciate y'all, y'all having me on. It was a pleasure.
1: All right, thank man. Sounds good, absolutely. Uh, that was Jabari Young. Congrats on the new gig again, of course, now, now of The Athletic. Thank you.
3: Appreciate
1: it. All right, Jabari, we'll let you go. Have a good night, man.
3: All right, man. Y'all take care. You too, Sam. Later.
1: Well, that was fun. I'm, I'm very, very happy that we got to get him on the phone.
2: Um, Absolutely, man. Yeah, was, I mean, that was, yeah, that was a, that was great, man. Yeah, I liked a lot of the answers that he gave. The, the thing that I like most about it is how. Humanistic his answers were. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I loved his uh I loved his answer to
1: the to the uh to the advice. I mean at first he joked about he's like, don't take my job, that's (laughs) awesome. Right. But um he brought up the human element. Right. You know, he's people forget that athletes are people too. Right. You know, they have normal not normal lives, but they have lives, they have families just like we all do. MLB players, NBA players, well, you know all athletes. Yeah, they go. Like they of them. they go through grinds of seasons, and right. it's a lot. People forget that. Right. People think, oh, they're making millions of dollars. They're living the life. Well, Not- sure they're making millions of dollars. Their bank accounts are probably better. You know, they're better than ours. But right. baseball players are on the on on planes. Every four, every four or five days, whatever it is, right. NBA players, same thing, even
2: even more. Like the Spurs have that whole month where they don't get to play at home.
1: Yeah, you know, it, people forget that athletes are people too, right. and I I love that he brought up that you know, he tries to do that to where he tries to if he if, if a guy has an off night, if a guy goes oh for twenty shooting or whatever it is one for whatever whatever it is, if he just has an off night or if he's having a rough rough couple rough couple games, you know, he'll approach him and. He's like, hey man, you all right? You're like, right. What's, go- what's going on? You know, right. and
2: he tries to get, you know, he tries to. Well, even remember a couple of weeks ago, Demar Derozan put out that post, yeah, I'm talking about, yeah, you know, like some of the, the things that. He's seen guys go through some of the ways that they've coped with, like, depression and anxiety. They hit the bottle. They become aggressive. Like, those mm-hmm. kind of things. And how it's it's tough mm-hmm. because, you know, everybody wants you to perform all the time, always. That's what you're there to do. But like you said, people sometimes forget they have a beating heart, too. Yep. They have to, you know, they got to take care of themselves. They got to be, Yep. you know.
1: We as fans, we just see what we see on TV. We see they we struggling. We're like, man... We gave him a huge contract. What what what's going on? Right. You don't exactly, you don't know what's going on. Something right. may be going on off the court, something may be going on at home. You just don't know. Yeah, absolutely. So, I loved I love how he answered that question and um but yeah. I mean, I I'm like I said, I'm happy we were able to finally get him on the phone. Um I I think uh he, I mean, the the point that he brought up with LeBron is, um, you know, he's still LeBron James. Well, that's a good point. Went to the Lakers, and he's, you know, but it, everybody's questioning whether or not the Lakers are going to make the playoffs again. With LeBron's going to miss the playoffs for the first time in his career, right? I don't think he will. I kind of, I agree with, I agree with uh, Jabari. I
2: think he's. I don't think he'll miss, but I don't think he's going to get. The, oh yeah, well yeah, yeah. You know, I, th- I think he'll make it, but I'm thinking more like six, seven, eight. Yeah, so yeah. I, don't, I don't see him yeah. in five and up. You know,
1: mm-hmm. but we just have to play out the season. It's hard to believe. the Season's only.
2: Oh, I know. Less than a month away? Couple, yeah, I was about to say, not, well, actually, not far
1: away at all. About a month away. As we're, yeah, about a month away. So,
2: Still, man, it's, it's just it's crazy. right around the corner. Right around the corner. It's going to be good, too. Yeah. A lot of games in the West are going to be pivotal. Like, basically, every game in the West is a must-win for each one of these teams. Yeah. That's kind of exciting.
1: And it's basketball every other day, so that's just – it's. I'm, I want to watch Spurs basketball again. I'm yeah. Re- I'm ready to watch Spurs basketball for again. That.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just – it's going to be an interesting season with the, with the big three finally, finally
2: over. A yeah, new era. New, new era. era. See, I'm just excited to watch a winning team again. I've been rooting for the <laughs> Rangers for months now, and look how that's gone. So I'm yeah. excited to have a team that's, like, successful. Yeah. <laughs> and has been successful and stays successful. So um, I also – one point that he brought up that I didn't necessarily think about, but I think is uh, something to really think about, when he was talking about how when DeMar was in Toronto – he had a lot of trouble, or he had to work really hard to get those shots off mm-hmm. um, and how it'll be much, much easier for him to get a lot of those shots off in the Spurs organization, he thinks. I, I didn't think about that, but that's a that's a good point. A very he was point. working hard yeah. to get what he was getting up there. Now that it might be a little bit easier with some of these new guys, these new schemes with Co- Coach Popovich, like I'm, I'm curious to see how well he'll do, Yeah. especially with L.A. down there as well. Yeah, I um, hope. Both good mid-range guys, you know.
1: Going into the season, I'm excited to see what Dejounte Murray will do because mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, like Jabari said, he has a lot of heart and he, he you can tell that he wants to be the leader. He right. want he, you know, he, he, he's knows, ready. For that. He, he's ready. Yeah. yeah, we hope he's ready. So yeah, right. Um, I'm excited to see Rudy Gay. I hope he can stay healthy for the full season and see what he can do. Um, I'm of course sad that Danny Green left, but that's a whole other story. Um, but I mean, <laughs> but. Rudy, Lamarcus, and DeMar, man, you know, with, you know, role players like Marcus Bellinelli. Bellinelli,
2: And, and, um, I'm curious to see how Walker does, too. I have a lot of people that I talk to are pretty excited about Lonnie Walker's. Yeah.
1: I mean, as they should be. I, but, uh, I don't know how much we should expect because I think he'll spend some time in the G League. Well, right. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how much, I I don't know how much significant minutes he'll get with, um, during the regular season. But, um,
2: It should be fun. I mean, definitely should be fun.
1: Yeah, right on. Well, right on, man.
2: That's a great interview. Again, big shout out to Jabari. Thank you so much for coming on the show and talking with us. Yeah, Uh, can't wait to uh, talk with you again later in the season. Maybe playoffs start rolling around.
1: Yeah, or even kind of get his thoughts. Or even mid-season.
2: Yeah, just whenever. Really. Yeah, yeah, because like I said, he got a great interview. I'm excited what you know, kind of what he looks at throughout the duration of the season. Some of the things that he sees. Maybe give us um, some of his thoughts and opinions on. Just the West in general. It's going to be exciting.
1: Yeah. With all the... Well, we'll just have to wait and see how it plays out with all the tight races yeah, that yeah, are going to yeah. be going on. So Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was uh, episode 20.
2: All right, boys.
0: Yay sports. Yay, sports! Yay, sports!
1: Hey, once again, to all of our... Uh, we, I mean, like I said, we don't have a big uh, market in the Carolinas, but for anyone out in the East Coast that may be listening to this, be safe. And um, we're, we're keeping we're keeping you in our thoughts during this uh, weathered troubled season. Right. Yeah. So
2: and everywhere around the world, I think there's like nine, something like nine hurricanes and tropical storms. Yeah, right there's now. a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of them. It's
1: a it's,
2: it's a pretty a, busy season. Yeah, every year. <laughs>
1: Even yeah. here, dude, I'm I'm kind of over this rain. I, I know you like it. I'm just I'm kind of over it. Well, I'm over it. Yeah. All right, right boys that, that was fun. As always.
0: Alright gentlemen. Yay
1: Sports. We'll see Yay, you sports. next week episode twenty one. Latest
0: guys. Latest. Peace. Latest.